0: Welcome back to Seagull Social, Season 3, Episode 25. I'm joined by Maz, because uh, Ryan is, has got the flu. So yeah. wishing him well. He sent Brand us a, flu. sent us a picture today, didn't he, this morning. He, yeah, he, was he, good, yeah. <laughs> he was not looking good, bruv. He was not looking good. Normally he has good, a decent bro. trim, but his trim was looking off. He <laughs> <laughs> was off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get well yeah. soon, Ryan. Get well That's soon, he son. Said.
1: Uh, but Maz, how are you? It was your sister's birthday today, correct? Yes, yes, yeah. I'm very well, thank you, mate. Yeah, it was my sister's birthday. Shout out to her. Um, and we had a lovely meal at Roker. Big up Roker. All you can eat. Then we played Once shuffleboard. Floor, so um, yeah, really good fun. And of course, mate, the day was made even better by a lovely, mm. lovely win uh, against Liverpool. Yeah, it's I'm like good becoming good. An, an occurrence now, isn't it? Really, it's not. You've got a very it's not, good it's weekend. Really special. Yeah, You've, oh uh, wait. can fast. we? Can you ask tell
0: tell the audience about your the Jake Paul Tommy Fury stuff? Because what you just told me off there because it is quite funny with the whole baby <laughs> the baby incident.
1: Yeah, so quickly to recap, uh, yeah, I was very, I was lucky to be able to speak to Jake Paul and Tommy Fury uh, on the announcement of their fight come twenty sixth of February. So yeah, I uh, obviously I had to ask Jake Paul about. So for anyone who doesn't know, for context, yeah. he when he announced the fight, he basically said that the baby that Tommy Fury and Molly Mae Haig are expecting had been born, which they hadn't announced themselves. So you can see why, you know, they might've been a little bit annoyed. So I asked Jake Paul, you know, (laughs) why'd you do it? And is it true that he's had a baby? And Jake Paul was like, Oh shit. Sorry, mate. Um, (laughs) Oops. Oops. Did I? And I was like, well, yeah, you did. Um, So yeah, that was quite funny. And he basically said that he won't reveal the gender of the baby. So I'm assuming it's, the baby's been born but obviously they're keeping it under wraps for now and i asked tommy the same question and he wasn't best pleased ben he was not best <laughs> pleased by my questioning um he just went i don't want to talk about it um and i missed the whole incident i was too busy training so that was bollocks. a little recap yeah bollocks to it but yeah no, it's all quite funny and um yeah no the content done really really well so i'm really happy with that yeah all, it's it?
0: banging yeah. i'm sure you'll see maz on your for you page if you go on tiktok after this yeah. podcast. so yeah Ooh. enjoy uh, before we get into it as well, I'm just looking at our analytics, Naz. Um, Obviously popping off, thank you, because we're doing so well, obviously. But of course. subscribers that have got their the bell notification turned on, only 11.5% of you. So ah. the rest of you, can you buck your ideas up and get that yeah. on? Because this is going to be out at 10am, hopefully tomorrow, and you want to watch it as soon as possible to get the latest goss. And that obviously is... you're going to hear this beautiful news.
1: That, um, that also reminds me, Ben, anyone listening right now, if you're not subscribed... Do it right now. Um, please, please do it. And also, if you're not following us on any kind of, if you're listening to this, of course, on Apple and Spotify, make sure you're following, getting, like, turn on your notifications, all that jazz. Because, yeah, it does actually. I have noticed actually we get we getting we getting quite a few views now, aren't we, Ben? We're getting yeah. well, roughly around three k views per video, which is incredible. Yeah. And we really appreciate the support, of course.
0: Those Brighton but slash Chelsea fans are now slowly
1: being converted into Brighton fans, and we're,
0: yeah, <laughs> we're getting a few more views. But
1: it would be lovely if yeah, you guys could subscribe and you know comment and just just engage with it because genuinely it does mean a lot to us and it, mm. it does help us grow even bigger than and hopefully we can be better and bigger and. You know, get some more guests on and make yeah. the pod even better, really. So, yeah, you do need to get, get a really special
0: guest on soon, don't we? Obviously,
1: we had yeah. AGT, but we got a few we got a few lined up actually. It's just we need to get them, dates yeah, that's true, actually, in yeah. the can.
0: But, yeah, speaking of last thing of subscribers, um, only 50, no, 52.5 percent of people watching aren't subscribed. Cool. So, even if we can get that just down to 40, that'd be brilliant. So, yeah, please, if you aren't subscribed and you're watching, what are you doing? Come on, help, Come on, help the brothers out. But, um, speaking of brothers. Brighton of Albion are through to the fifth round of the FA Cup. Unbelievable. Beating Liverpool once again at the Amex, what, twice in a couple of weeks or 15 days. Mm. It has been an unbelievable time to be a Brighton fan. Um, Although at the beginning of the match, it looked a bit shaky. It was quite end-to-end, didn't it? It wasn't it? It could have been anyone's game. I wasn't as confident going into it. I did think Liverpool were probably going to bring it a little bit more Mm. because of the embarrassment that they did suffer, what, 15 days ago or whatever. Um, and there, literally
1: straight away, Lewis dunk clears the ball off the line. Maz, can you talk to me about that? Yeah, no, I think it was classic dunk, wasn't it? We've seen him do it time and time again. Um, he loves that little sweep off the line. Uh, you know, the one where he just sort of just I don't know how to explain it, but when he's on his back and he just sort of mm. kicks it out. Is that one against Man
0: City? Do you remember that like yeah. last season,
1: the season before? That was insane. Yeah, it was. It was just trying classic dunky, and um, yeah. That's the kind of player, centre half, that is so valuable to the team where, you know, that, that should easily, I'd say it was a cross from Salah. Let's be real. It wasn't a shot for me. But yeah, Mo Salah looked like it was going in and he's just, you know, taking it off the line. So, and that was really key. I think that set the tone of what was to come later on in the game. I know, I know it was a tight game, but mm. I think that sets the tone and it, those kind of chances where, you know, sometimes we we see these goals, they go in, and we're like, oh, "How unlucky is that?" You know, why has that happened to us? We seem to like not have the rub of the green. And then for that, you know, for that, and also our goal, we'll talk about it. I'm sure, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, the first goal, of course, our, our equaliser. You know, we got we got very lucky with that, but um, yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll get on to that.
0: Mm. I think we used all our luck tokens for that, but I don't remember us ever being that kind of lucky and getting goals like that. Like you said, it's always us conceding goals like that. Um yeah. And yeah, like that it was end-to-end stuff and i was thinking jesus christ if this carries on that and every time liverpool went on the attack i thought god they're going to score they look very they looked very threatening mm-hmm. they're very pacey and lewis duncan adam webster looked very slow in comparison obviously because they've got rapid rapid forwards um but then at the other end another ball was cleared off the line this time i think a solid march crossed the ball in danny welbeck caught absolute sitter yeah. absolute sitter for an experienced striker you think he'd know how to just he'd know where the ball is it should be second nature and he could just get it on target at least but just yeah. swipes his leg at it and completely misses it ball falls to Evan ferguson who to fair would have been a great finish but for trent um yeah. blocking off clearing that offline as well would have been a decent finish in front of the away fans and we would have been one and up but um mm. yeah i can't believe danny well i've got it down as a danny welbeck sitter rather than a um yeah. rather than an ever ferguson miss I don't want to give
1: him too much stick because I, I know historically I have given <laughs> Danny Warwick a lot of stick. Um, but yeah, I think it's, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to be too harsh on him. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe he should have done better. He, he probably could have done better. But, you know, ultimately when the full full time whistle was blown, we did win the game. So I, I won't, yeah, I won't go into him too much on this one.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe maybe if we lost, it will be a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be scoring again very soon, hopefully, because that goal against Joe Gomez. Wait, a couple of weeks ago, as I'm
1: Talking of goals, in the last what five games or six games, we must have scored a ridiculous amount. Because I remember, was it seventeen after four um, recently? I hope was it? Something like that. Because be, 17, I mean, 17, 17
0: goals since the re, like the World restart. That was it. Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, um, the most so in the must, Premier League. So we must be on what nine? I think uh, we've got the most away goals in the Premier League as well. That's mad. Since yeah like actually in the division not since the restart i believe yeah i believe that's so outrageous um but then obviously liverpool then kept attacking and i thought yeah they're we're gonna score they're gonna score Then mm-hmm. think harvey elliott even though he's offside nearly scored um but for an unbelievable tariq Lampty tackle proving why we really don't want to have to loan him out to mm. sporting lisbon where he's been linked with he was my man of the match now, i think he was how's it that's good. yeah he I was my man of the man match i know the I know Ali McCoy gave it to Lewis Duncan. I can see why, but Tarek Lamptey was incredible, mm. I think. And yeah, he's still proving his worth. Why he's an important player for us. I
1: was about, I was about to say, I think I, I would, I would hate to see him go just because again, I know I talk about squad depth a lot, but I think we, we can't afford, because obviously we had a lot of outgoings and, and again, mm. we'll we'll come on to that. Obviously potentially Kaisada leaving as well. Just the fact that again, at right back, really we've only got Veltman. If, you know, Tariq Alamdi was to leave. So yeah, I, I just wouldn't be a fan of that unless we're looking to replace him and bring someone else in. I know he wants, you know, playing time and game time, but I think with the way Zerbi sets the team up most times and, you know, the amount of games we've got as well. I, I, well, the FA Cup and the Premier League is, you know, is gonna he's going to be required. He's We're going to need him, I'm sure. Mm. And for example, if Veltman goes for a, a tough patch and as a, you know, bad run of form, Bring Lampy in, and and mm. you know, vice versa. If Lampy goes through a little bit, we can bring Veltman in. and I think it's just good to have that competition, and um, you know, Premier League players are, I know for a fact, love the competition. Because, funnily enough, I was speaking to Matty Cash um, about right back, he him, him and Ashley Young having a yeah having a competition about because obviously he's keeping up the team, and he's like, I love it, I relish it, I love the fact that you know. I, I'm up against him and he actually spurs me to do better. So I think Lamptey hopefully has that same mindset and he's like, I'm a get up, you know, Veltman, an experienced ex, ex, uh, well, still Dutch international, mm. you know, I can, I can kick him off his perch and I can be that number one right back. So yeah, I, I would love to see him stay. And I went off on a bit of a tangent there, but yeah. That's good. But yeah, I think, I think we've, we've spoken about it quite a lot where
0: Lamptey, we've always said like he's not back to what he was and that sort of thing. But I think, that today was a glimpse of the old Lamptey. Some of the tackles he was making and getting forward, taking on players. There was times where he'd literally be running at a player and then knock the ball forward just to try and beat him for pace, which he's been very rarely doing. And yeah, we absolutely need him, even against Leicester when he came on. Um, great impact to ha- even have on the bench, just that pace. So attacking. Um, but yeah, if, we, if he does go, that would be an absolute shame, even if it is just an because Our squad is quite bare. Like Even the commentator made a comment shock obviously um, about our bench compared to Liverpool's of course which is hard to uh, hard to compare but he was saying how how our bench looks very bare like obviously we had Andrew Moran on the bench which is obviously would have been great experience for him to come on but there isn't like there aren't unbelievable options on the bench and I feel like not maybe not as many game changers on the bench that we could do with
1: yeah um, I, I mean I think just on that I think you just have to look at Trossard for example how yeah. how well he's doing at Arsenal now uh, let's be let's be real he's done very well I know he's only played a, couple, a handful of games now and he's made a few cameos here and there but he looks like he's really enjoying his football at Arsenal and you know of course he wouldn't want to sit on the bench at Brighton of course not but like you said is to have that squad depth you know having a Trossard and then let's say if it's let's say between I don't know who's um like a Sarmiento, uh, Trossard, Matoma, yeah. Matoma like March. as that left wing options or yeah, March left wing options, you're laughing. You've got such great squad depth there. And um, yeah, I, I think we do need to, if we do let people go, we have to bring in reinforcements and not, mm-hmm. not, I'm not talking like 17 year old wonder kids, which is great, but <laughs> we want, you know, ready-made replacements to come in and, and hit the ground running.
0: Yeah, which is quite disappointing. Uh, to be fair, I think it was the day of, Kai Sado's, um statement which of course we will talk about 100% mm. um, De Zerbi done a press conference and he was saying how he doesn't expect there to be any ins and outs so and then obviously Kai Sado's agent or him drop that bombshell
1: Yeah.
0: and I don't know I will be surprised if we don't bring anyone bring anyone in like even Matt Vienko I think that would be a great option just another attacker that would be brilliant but um, speaking of well let's go on to Liverpool's goal yep. I had I just knew it was going to go in as soon as Donkey was caught out of position um, i think the ball came i don't know who played the long ball maybe it's trent a ball up to salah dunk got in front of salah and he was just caught out of position mm. and then obviously it was debatable whether was it a handball or not um i think it was a bit it was dodgy because the balls almost got trapped in between his forearm and his thigh Nabi where if it just hit his thigh it would have bounced away but because it got stuck in between the two, the two limbs the ball was in his control and dropped perfectly for him to then do a really good ball over to Mo Salah I believe it was yeah so, and then obviously Harvey Elliott was a it was a great finish but um mm. I just think uh, yeah I don't know it's a bit of a dodgy one I don't know if you think it should have been disallowed maybe
1: yeah I mean you could definitely make a case for it I think a lot of decisions today were very questionable I think you know we saw a two, lot yeah two a p- lot. and again we'll, we'll get onto it but the two potential red cards well should have been red cards And yeah, even that one, you could, it could go either way. I think that that handball, like you said, because of the way it, you know, drops perfectly for him, that's an advantage. So yeah, you could say controlled it with a darn basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm trying, I'm trying not to be biased, but that's all I saw with my eyes. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think it's, I'm in the middle with that one. It's like you can give it and. I can see maybe why it wasn't, mm. um, but yeah, just go. I, I, I know this is massively harsh on, on Steel, but could he have done better? Maybe potentially. I know that's massively harsh. I think, but um, you got an answer to it. I think. And then it just kind of yeah, into yeah and corners, it sort of it? it was just one of those sort of. It felt scrappy. I know it wasn't mm. really scrappy, but it felt scrappy and it was a bit. It like, took
0: like an age for the ball to go into the back end. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of them ones. It was one of them. A bit ones like to, Dunk's free exactly. kick. I don't know if you remember seeing yeah, that. Yeah, the knuckle <laughs> The knuckle ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he released a he released a video on oh no Brighton released a video on I social media when we were out in Dubai and he like I think it was like five or so knuckleball free kicks he's done in a row and we are like cool yeah. unbelievable yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. when we got that free kick to be fair I think it was in the second half but we'll go back to the first half in a minute mm. um, and then we had all those players lining up you have McAllister I think even Purvis, Estepena and Gross and Dunk were all lining up all like around the ball thinking God who's going to take it here mm. and then all of them start to slowly individually go and thinking oh only Dunk's left <laughs> so he's actually going to try and put that to practice and the ball Oh, it's so funny. Even the commentators are creasing. I was creasing. It's just like the ball was just in the air for so long. <laughs> it's just an absolute floater. Like there was a yeah. bit of a knuckleball to it, but it was just, it just floated in the air. I thought that, that was, was very was funny. Class. Even the commentators were cracking up being like, um, trying to do a Cristiano Ronaldo. And they were saying, don't you know what Ronaldo you're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was good. Donaldo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Donaldo, mate. A yeah. baller. Um, and then obviously we, get the most lucky goal i think we've scored in a long long time Mm. um fair play for tap glumpty hitting that i can't couldn't believe he did hit that but um i think it was going off
1: target as well wasn't it
0: yeah it was actually going off target Mm. um normally you'd expect like tattoo to get the ball into possession play it back out wide and to do the classic Bryan cross the ball in that sort of thing but fair play for him to having a go and it paid off
1: um you make your own luck
0: that's what i say
1: when you actually do when you get lucky it's what, t- it's what we were talking about earlier about how you know usually those kind of goals go against us so it was just quite it was quite nice it was quite refreshing just to see it mm. uh, you know go past Allison and you know wrong foot him so yeah it, it, it was a, let's be real it was a shit goal <laughs> you know it was, it was a lucky goal we mm. got I think but, we
0: really needed it
1: that, yeah. that was very very key because we were kind of
0: struggling to get any really get really good hold. chances mm. yeah there was a couple of chances where we were playing it playing the ball nicely along the edge of the box I remember Matoma doing a nice um uh, fucking hell, what's the word? A nice, when you pass the summer, they pass it back. It's literally, basically. Oh, one, two. <laughs> one, two. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Long Jesus day, eh? Christ. Yeah, but it actually has been a long day. It's been a tough weekend. Um, yeah, he played a lovely one, two of Emm Ferguson, Emm Ferguson, did a nice little layoff. Um, mm. but yeah, other than that, I think that we really, really needed that. And it, obviously the credit got the crowd up, which was very yeah. key it was just quite funny seeing Lewis Dunk and Lamptey both knee slide and I imagine Lamptey looking at Dunk like why are you knee sliding this is my goal <laughs> yeah. and then
1: Dunk looking at him and going no it was my goal <laughs> yeah. like me, mate. I don't, I don't um, think it, you know, Lamptey realised it had come off Dunk I think he yeah, sort of just struck look, it and maybe with his eyes closed yeah with his eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> like, <not?"> and he <laughs> opens his eyes <laughs> and sees a crowd going mad <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah Dunk, dunk you, uh, yeah it was given to Dunk wasn't it in the end, yeah it was
0: given yeah, to yeah, dunk, yeah. yeah. but let's move on to the second half um I, there wasn't really much happening I think at the beginning of the first second half it looked like we were on top where you could potentially get a goal and then Liverpool just turned it on they brought on their the big hitters of of the past like Henderson I know he wasn't a big hitter like, well a couple of weeks ago when he played them but they're experienced enough to change a game and they definitely did even Milner when Milner came on at right back I thought Matoma's going to have his pants down but Milner actually managed to do a much better job than Trent and as soon as he came on Salah had a really good chance I think Jason Steele was dragged out of position. Yeah. Uh, And then it was just all, yeah, it was pretty much all Liverpool and it, yeah, it didn't, it didn't look good for us, but then the first VAR or refereeing scandal that happened, Alexis McAllister played through on goal. Canate, who's already on the yellow, I believe, literally, instead of shoving him with his shoulder, which you could get away with, he literally used his right arm and just shoves him over. Actually really hurt Alexis. Alexis was down on the floor for quite a while. Um, and I just didn't give it. And they were saying that it wasn't a goal scoring opportunity, which is why it didn't go to VAR. It wasn't in the penalty box, which is why I didn't go to VAR. But, but he like, would have no been sent sense. off even if it was just a yellow. But I, it was a goal scoring yeah. opportunity. I don't know what you
1: think. Well, so this is the thing: minimum, bare minimum. That's a yellow card, bare minimum. So that's what I didn't really understand is the fact that you know he's at first of all he's not made any attempt to play the ball. He just absolutely, you know, smashed it smashed into him to make himself feel better. And then, uh, if you understood that reference, you're elite. And then, Wait, second, say that again. <laughs> he smashed into him to make himself feel better. Oh yeah, smashing so much to make me feel better. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. Thanks. But um, yeah, it was, it, I just didn't understand it. At, at a bare minimum, that's a yellow card. So, like you said, if he's on a yellow card, that's a sending off. Simple as that. And the only thing maybe you could argue and I'm sorry if I got the player wrong, but I think it was Milner who was like tracking back behind him. If that's the only player you can say that he he would have come back and, you know, potentially been able to stop McAllister from it Connor, being a goal Yeah, score, prevent it being a goal so scorer opportunity. That's the only way I can see it, you know, in their eyes. But this again comes back to the communication and as fans. Being let know, like, did anyone communicate that? Was the referee said, "Look, oh, this is why it wasn't a, you know, sending off. This is why it wasn't a yellow card offence I just feel like it doesn't get communicated well yeah. enough, and that's what's sort of the frustrating thing is. As fans, we're left for, well, why wasn't that not a yellow card? We all think it's a clear cut. we're guessing,
0: we're guessing, yeah.
1: You don't have peter walton in
0: every single match going to him unfortunately i know he's boring but he goes we're gonna to go to peter walton but it would have been Perhaps. nice to actually hear from him and understand why that wasn't given mm. and we just we're just left guessing yeah and that's then, the frustrating and then, thing and then not i think 10 seconds after Fabi- fabino comes on which was probably about five ten minutes after the canate incident can uh fabino just awful horrendous horrendous yeah, tackle, tackle, tackle studs yeah. Straight into the back of Evan Ferguson. Fabinho, Fabinho, like he knew that he was getting sent yeah. off. Like, his face was, after, to
1: be fair, yeah, his, his face, face after was really. He was like, oh uh, like, he, he was saying, he, knew, he was he knew. when
0: he was walking away from the scene. So <laughs> he, he was literally the looking at I'm his, crying. yeah, he was literally looking at his teammates and like shaking his head like, I'm, I'm finishing, you know, like, I'm going off. Um, and I don't know how they. Didn't I think they
1: looked at it and then still said no? They agreed with shambles. Your, the on-field decision, like. Yeah, that was that was actually outrageous. Like of all the decisions today, uh, that was outrageous. Mm. Like such a shambles. That was such a horrible tackle. And Evan Ferguson left in crutches. Fingers crossed. He's it's not as bad it is, as we yeah. hope. Exactly, you, you know, it like. is, so yeah. yeah um, Evan, hopefully you have a speedy recovery. Mm. But that was an awful tackle from Fabinho, and it was just reckless. Really, I, I know I, there's no ill intent. I don't think. Uh, I hope not. Anyway. It didn't look like yeah, it was. It just looked like, like poor. It's just time a clumsy, it. yeah. It was just a clumsy tackle, I think. And he's been in terribly out of form, hasn't he, as well? So I think it's just all going against him at the moment. And mm. yeah, it was a terrible tackle. It Should have been a red card. Referee, you're a shambles. Sort your life out. They should look at the pl- the way players react. Even like the
0: yeah, if you're the culprit and you're reacting like you've done something wrong, then that exactly. should that should that
1: should show the referee that he has done a red card. And also, defense. like, how was the person on VAR? Looked at that and gone. Nah, it's mm. not. It's not. It's not a record. So what? It's not a clear and the, obvious error, like, How role? is that not a clear and obvious? error? What's era? the rules anymore? I don't get it. Are, are we allowed to do that now? Is that is that okay? Yeah. Is that acceptable? Well, a, it
0: knows? was a nice, tasty game because Evan Ferguson was actually having like some really good battles, especially with Canate. Like he was for an eighteen-year-old striker. I know he's a big lad, but he was holding himself well against there were some big, big defenders and midfielders, and yeah, to go off like that was really, really disappointing. Mm. So yeah, like Maz said, just echoing that. Like, get well soon. I hope it's not. I hope it's not serious, too, too long or too believe I believe
1: it's not. From what I've read, I don't think it's it's a serious one, but he did leave on crutches, obviously, which is never good to hear. But maybe it was just precautionary. Who knows? Mm. And then the man of the moment, the magical Matoma. I actually can't get over how good he is. Even before
0: the goal, that's like, I think that was the near assist for Solly March's chance in the yeah, second the, half. What the outside, outside of the foot. foot? Oh, outrageous. Sexy. I think that that was when Trent got dragged off after that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's just incredible and obviously the goal um so well deserved especially well okay not in terms of chances and possession potentially because i think liverpool might have edged it on that but the fact they got away with a murder twice just made it that... felt
1: vilified didn't it yeah
0: it did it did that, the whole thing was justified after getting that late winner um incredible uh great ball from it pervis opinion even dennis Undav, he like pushed his back into andy robertson which gave Matoma the yep. space and time to just work his magic and somehow flick the ball into the net. So yeah, well done, Undav, because that was quality. Um, and yeah, save the day. The celebrations, I'm going to talk about FIFA. You, you know, when you score a last minute goal on FIFA these days, like on the newest ones, and it cuts, to like it does those cutscenes of like everyone going mental running on the pitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it literally looked like that. It was unbelievable. Just the Matoma was like, oh, yeah, it looked like he scored like a World Cup winner and it, it felt like it. It was such yeah. a brilliant moment for Brighton at Albion. and um, just shows like how big we are at the moment. Oh, knocking it's... out Liverpool, knocking out the holders from the FA Cup with a late-minute win, last-minute winner, running over to the uh, Brighton bench. It was just in great, great yeah. scenes. And then VAR, for once, was
1: on our side because Purvis was just on side. On side, yeah.
0: What were your thoughts on the goal?
1: Ah, oh, incredible. And, and shout out to Purvis as well for the cross, like you said, Undav for the, the little, you know, back into um uh, Robertson to to create the sort of space for Matoma and the touch from Matoma, just to lift it over Gomez. It was just, ah, oh, it was class. And it just reminded me of like, similar to, that to of Wellbeck. I was about, to say, I was about <laughs> yeah. to say, it reminded me of like how Danny Welbeck obviously did it to, um was it Gomez again?
0: Yeah. Watch, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, Gomez must have PTSD, mate, from playing Brighton ever again. And Welbeck um,
0: also done it to Gomez again that game. What oh, well, he yeah, didn't, yeah. he didn't shoot, but he flicked over Gomez's head again. So it's yeah, just yeah, loves he loves balls over his
1: head. He's having a terrible, terrible time of it, isn't he? But yeah, just that that little touch, uh, it was incredible, and the finish as well. It's just under the pressure in the 90, what, second minute, ninety-first minute. Yes,
0: yeah,
1: uh, it was just, yeah. It just shows the caliber of a player we have on our hands. And look. I know uh, it's going to break me to say it, but I just know that everyone's now going to be sniffing around him. They probably were a couple of games ago anyway, but it's just, uh, and I really, I'm going to get into it now, you know, because I feel like we've sort of wrapped up Liverpool, but I'm tired, Ben. I'm tired, mate. It's just deflating. (laughs) When's the window going to shut, please? Uh, It's just deflating, man. Do you know what it is? I'm going to go on, uh, I'm going to go on a bit of a little rant here, but look, losing players is inevitable. A club our size, let's be, you know, very open and honest, we're Brighton-Hove-Albion, we're not one of the top six clubs, you know, players have ambitions to play in Champions League, Europa League, whatever it might be, and we can't offer them that at the moment, it's just facts, Uh, Mm. we can't compete with salaries, we can't compete with their wages, and... Managers as well, you know, elite top level managers that are other clubs. Of course, Deserbi is quality and he's a, he's a, you know, a top, top manager. But if you're going to compare him to the likes of Pep Guardiola and, you know, arguably Mikel Arteta at the moment, you sort of can't. But, you know, to see our key players just seemingly every time, you know, it started from two years ago. With Ben White signing off, obviously, Besuma, Kukurea, Graham Potter leaving, Winstanley leaving, um, you know, other backroom staff leaving. The bus uh, driver leaving. The bus driver <laughs> leaving. Uh, obviously, Trossard recently leaving. Now, Kaiseido doing what he'd done, all his agents doing what they'd done. Um, there's talks of McAllister leaving, of course, at some point. There's talks of... Now Matoma, you know, potentially leaving at, uh, at some point. Lampy on loan. Lampy on loan, and it just feels like whenever we're getting somewhere, we're making progress. We're, we're you know we're driving towards something, a goal, about to break the ceiling. Yeah, in Goffroy's words, and it's just ripped away from us by ultimately bigger clubs putting in big you know big offers, which ultimately we can't we can't you know say no to because the player mm. wants to leave. And if it's meeting our valuation, which again, a big, big shout out to Tony Bloom. I know we say it every time on the pod, but Tony Bloom, like, he does not budge. He like if unless you meet the valuation of his player, he will not sell. Simple as that. And I rate that so highly, because a lot of other, you know, chairmen will fold and they'll be like, actually, do you know what? Let's just nice let's pun get... there as well, you're saying fold.
0: With
1: yeah. Tony Bloom in a poker. Come on, poker player, <laughs> love that. Didn't mean to do that, I thank you, Ben. That was great. Um so yeah, to, to wrap up my little, you know, uh, passage there. It's frustrating, but it's understandable why players want to move on and, you know, as a club we want to generate as much money as we can. It's just it, I think the timing of it all, you know, when it happens, you know, every time it's like Potter after we beat Leicester 5-2. Um Caicedo the day it was a couple of days before Liverpool in a yeah. big FA Cup clash. It was like 10:30 at night. I'm about to go to bed and I start yeah. getting notifications.
0: Sorry, I know it's Friday night, but I've shit to do in the morning, but yeah. Like ten thirty at night, releasing a statement like that on social media, mm. obviously a few days after getting new agents who want a quick payday, is actually annoying that Ryan's not on here because I know he would absolutely love to rant about this and yes. go ham on the um, on the agent stuff. So hopefully we do justice yeah. for you. Mate. Well, let's but let's talk about the just, agents.
1: Let's talk actually. about the
0: agents. Yeah, they
1: because they've got into right? his head,
0: in my opinion. <laughs> they've got yeah. into his head. He's a young lad, and they've they've obviously all the stuff they put in that. Um, in his quote-unquote quote, quote funny enough, um, about his him having ten siblings and needing to take care of them, I guarantee you that sort of stuff is stuff that the agents have said to Moyes. One hundred percent, you're going, you can earn X amount at Arsenal. They're about to win the league. If Arsenal weren't top of the league, by the way, he wouldn't be going right now. He wouldn't be that desperate to mm. go, or the agents wouldn't be that desperate to go because they obviously mm. want a Premier League medal. But they've they're, they're, they're in his head, telling him to make so much more money to help fund his family look where you've come
1: from this will be brilliant for you they've really really manipulated him i think yeah two things on this okay number one the agents themselves have you know like you said ben i i believe that have they have influenced him but but in saying that he has to agree whatever goes out he has to agree there's no Mm. way they've done that behind his back and if they have then obviously he must be thinking, well, they spelt where he come, came from wrong in his quote. Apparently it was like I think he comes from either
0: Santo Domingo, or Santo Domingo, but they spelt it Santo Domingo or Santo Domingo, whatever way, right? Which yeah. way? Yeah. Like, but you still, you know that
1: it was just copy and paste yeah. from. But, Apple but Ben, he, he will would have agreed to that for that to go out. Mm-hmm. He would he would have said, yeah, that's cool, like post it, whatever. So that's number one. He yeah. has he has been a part to play in it, which yeah. I'm not saying you know that makes him in the wrong. It just means that he isn't his sort of scot free. If it you know for all we know he could have been the one to it. We don't know. We don't know what's going on behind. The I like he's he's a very naive lad. Well, and obviously for, for obvious
0: reasons, he was playing in the Ecuadorian league where stuff like this wouldn't really happen. Mm-hmm. You don't have these big businessmen telling you about all these things you can have and what you can achieve and that sort of thing. So of he's course. like, he's been thrown into the deep end. He was only thrown into the first team like back end of like March last year. And now he's getting off some Arsenal. So like this isn't stuff that he's used to or he hasn't got any yeah. advisors to help him out in that. They've just... Yeah, they've. I feel. Yeah. No, agreed.
1: Agreed, and also my second point. There's six, what, uh, roughly around five months left of the season, or whatever. But I don't know the exact sort of months, mm. but ar- around that, let's say, let's say five months. Is that too long to wait to move to another club? Do you have? To, okay, you can make the argument, like you said, Arsenal going to win the league. You're you can potentially win a Premier League medal say, which, to
0: win the pre- league so bad now
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no but we're not guaranteed he's he's Arsenal by the way like Arsenal put a bid in got rejected and so did who, Chelsea did Chelsea, Chelsea put a bid in 55 million yeah. Arsenal put 60 in and that got rejected so doesn't necessarily mean he's going to Arsenal by the way it could be Chelsea it could be Arsenal it could be potentially Liverpool we don't know I know I know. Klopp's come out and said he's not going to sign anyone but yeah it could, it could be you know potential teams but let's take Arsenal out of the equation unless it was Arsenal when they came knocking, is really five months too much to ask for you to just give another five months to us, mm. see what we do, see what we can achieve. Can we get Europe? Help us get Europe. Yeah. And leave, then like, leave. Leave, a, leave a legend. Leave it like a legend. Yeah. Well, what, what do you like, is that five months really going to impact your career? You're 21 years of age. It's not like you're at the back end of your mm. career where that six months could be potentially massive. You're you're right at the beginning of your career. This could, this could be you a win massive. a Premier League. You'll win a Premier League anyway. Like even if Arsenal, yeah. even if Arsenal and, didn't win it this year, and if it's a money thing as well in terms of you'll get a better transfer fee slash agent fees, whatever it might be. Surely you could potentially increase that because you could that next five months you could become a better player. You could achieve more, and obviously your price tag would automatically go up. And secondly, will you potentially um, again will that five months really impact? The amount we can get right now, I don't think mm. it will. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just all. It's just the timing of it is really frustrating. And like, what was just, it it four just days bit... before the window shuts, yeah, and you just it's think just that's bit... so disrespectful. Yeah, and, it's so yeah. disrespectful. I, I just feel like, obviously, as well with happened with Trossard, now, Caicedo. Is it like our players now feeling like, we oh yeah, we can do this now because Brighton will ultimately they will fold at, at some point down the line. They we will don't want to in. seem
0: like a prison, which will then but make we, players that go. No, that's what I'm saying. But like, imagine if you're the next youngster and looks at us going, "Oh, they're holding Trossard and Caicedo as prisoners." Maybe I don't want to use them, use them as the stepping stone, because we are a stepping stone, aren't we? And we're getting these brilliant players because mm. they know that they we are very good at letting people go when the time is right. But That's the than thing, just yeah.
1: Holding them hostage. But that's the thing. It's like we've shown our track record proves by the last ten transfers that we don't hold people back, and we and we're mm. more than happy for them to go. But as Tony Bloom has said time and time again, you have to meet our valuation of the player until we let you go. That's simple as yeah. that. If we don't feel like we're getting the the money for, it, and I yeah, respect right. that so highly from from Tony Bloom and then all the you know the higher ups at Brighton, because yeah, that takes a lot of bollocks to be able to do that. So yeah, we're not letting, and I love that we're not letting these big clubs bully us and they're like, oh yeah, you should let you know you should let him go because he wants to progress his career. Okay, cool. We're not we're not saying he can't go, but pay us the money. And we'll let him go. Simple as that. Um, so, it, yeah, it does frustrate me when I see that sort of, you know, that mentality of we should be making the bigger clubs richer and we should just sort of, you know, bow down to these clubs because they're oh, the top six or big six or idea. whatever.
0: I saw the one of the worst football takes I've ever seen in my life. Definitely for a long, long time. It was an Arsenal fan. It was obviously upset because we've rejected a bid for Moises Caicedo, if Twitter loads. Um, but he said something <laughs> along the lines of... Um, Brighton are so harsh to, like, um, bully us and that sort of stuff and reject these bids. Um, Oh, I've got it now. Yeah, I Uh, I don't understand. Oh, he's deleted it. Oh, oh,
1: shit. Okay, wait, let me quickly. Now, but you Um, know what it is with this, yeah? It's like they have this, um, what's the word? Entitlement. Yeah. They think they're entitled just to be able to take anyone they want, whenever they want, who they want, at any price they want. That's just mm. not... You know, I I, and I think we're one of the first clubs to be, actually stand up to them and, and say no. Mm. I managed to get a screenshot. because I kept clicking on it, even said,
0: uh, <laughs> deleted tweet. But when I click on it, it will pop up for like one second. So I managed to screenshot it. Um, it's from Have Your Say Ars- the Arsenal way. And he said, if clubs like Brighton want to overvalue their players and rip off buying clubs, it's about time the big clubs started getting bigger a bigger piece of the TV money pie for compensation. So. No one is paying Sky to watch tin clubs like Brighton. So he's saying that big clubs, the Big Six, should get more money because we're overvaluing
1: our players. I mean, zero gone. sense. How about how about okay? How about this? How about this? That's how about ridiculous. you? How about you? Your club, Arsenal. How about you get better at scouting, get better at finding, identifying talent, mm. and then you wouldn't have this issue, would you? So you wouldn't need to come to Brighton and buy our players if you had the. You now the system in place you could you could do what we're doing you could be buying the matomas you yeah. could be buying the Nottes, you could be doing all this stuff but you're not so settle yourself mate
0: it is is a shame
1: um do you I think... feel like i'm on smoke this episode i feel like no, i've got a is... lot of a. Uh... oh it was tough i was it's literally safe. just about to settle down watch a film
0: turn my phone off and then yeah all those notifications in about kaisado's mm. message um
1: do you think he will go before the end of the window Great question. I've said no. <laughs> I, you know, what, when I saw it, that statement come out, I straight away tweeted, which I should have sort of, you know, assessed the situation. I was like, oh, he's gone. Like, and you know, I gave my opinion. I was like, you know, the timing of it's not great, but, you know, I can understand, blah, blah. Um, but I think, yeah, when I reread them, when I reread it, it was just like, and then the, the following information that came out about how Tony Broom's not going to let him go. And like, un- until someone meets the valuation of the player, that we're not going to let him go. And we're going to do our best to keep him until the end of the season it it filled me a bit more hope and I was actually oh okay that makes much more sense so yeah I want to say yes Ben I want to say he'll be here until the end of the season but if a club like Chelsea goes do you know what fuck it we're gonna pay the 100 million or or whatever the price tag is it's out of our hands Mm. isn't it and uh he he'll he'll be gone I think because yeah it's now becoming you know obviously he missed training didn't he no sorry he didn't miss training sorry that was fake news that was fake news as well um Sorry, yeah, he he was given leave off training, uh, and then they're going to try. I think they're going to bring him back. Obviously, missed the Liverpool game first, and then they're going to bring him back after the basically the window closes, which yeah. is good, I think. Hopefully, maybe lets him get his head right. But I think, yeah, I would love to. Obviously, he's, he's an incredible player. Let's not forget about that in this whole sort of circus. Mm-hmm. He is an incredible player. He is, very you know, he's very know He's a very key player, like you said. So, you know, I would love second name on the team sheet for me, but uh, yeah. after Dunk, yep. Oh, uh, I'd say McAllister, maybe. I say Dunk McAllister. Really? Yeah, Dunk, McAllister, and then Casado, I think, third. Okay. But, yeah, um, he's a Kiki key key player. I just... what? How is there any way back? One,
0: for him... Imagine if he goes back to training with the boys. They're not just going to laugh. I mean, they probably will no, laugh they will, at him. will. they
1: will. They'll, they'll banter. It
0: will. But also, it'll just something in the camp will be a bit it off but that it, he's done this.
1: Yeah, I think that comes like, back again.
0: Even for the fans, like, let's say he doesn't go and he starts playing again. It's going to take a while for the fans to oh. start warming to him again. But we'll forget
1: about end of February. We'll forget about it. Facts, especially if we're winning. Maybe, yeah, no, yeah. If facts, winning. facts, facts, facts. If he facts, if on, still plays real. and carries on and plays yeah, well, yeah, of course, of course, we're gonna forget fine. about it. And but then we'll let, just... and then we'll let him go in the summer. I'm cool with that. I'm cool yeah. with that. Uh, um, which well, I'm not, co- I'm not fans. cool with it. I, I would love to keep a, for us yeah. to keep all our best players, but unfortunately, it seems like all these big clubs are just absolute fucking, yeah. Doing a Mm. Southampton 2.0 to us, Liverpool, Southampton. Now it's it's too late. Arsenal, Chelsea. It's too late for us to let him go, isn't it? Because if
0: I'm sure the club have backups already. I think we actually had a bid rejected for Haidara at Leipzig, who's a centre mid, similar role. Um, Nick, you know Zaniolo. We spoke about him on the previous yeah, pod. Bournemouth are trying yeah. discussing for him.
1: Why well, it's been rejected? He's rejected it. The players yeah.
0: rejected it. Yeah. Sure, yeah, shock. He doesn't want to play in like a nine <laughs> nine thousand seater <laughs> stadium like the we've been. <laughs> Fucking hell! Um, Jesus uh, Christ, Bournemouth. Um, yeah, funny though the fact that they thought they could get into discussions with I mean, Nick Zaniolo. To be fair, to to be fair I know, I know we're, we're flying at the moment, but Michael B Jordan just he needs to realise where he's at with Bournemouth. He's uh, obviously thrown money around since his new ownership of the club,
1: but... I think it's yeah, quite it's ambitious great. for us to even get him, though. Let's be real. Mm, I don't I, know. I think, I, for I, think it's quite, I think it's ambitious. Unless we it qualify is. for Europe. Unless we qualify for Europe, it's ambitious in my opinion. Yeah. I think, yeah, more realistic than Bournemouth. but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but my main point
0: was like, I just don't know how we can replace Caicedo with, what, a couple of days left of the window if he doesn't end up, no, I, know, but I think that's why
1: we, we've become so stern on it. You know, rather... Mm. Than Either pay us a ridiculous fee, which sort of makes up for it in a weird way. Well, it doesn't. We lose a big player, but um, yeah, I think it's they're like like this is this is it. You are taken for however much we want him for. Which I think was it was it reported like ninety million or something. I think this, this is the fee that we want for him. something like that. Um, so yeah, but yeah, we'll it, see, Ben. We'll see. It's just, it's just annoying. Jordan getting new agents in the window. It was never going to end. Yeah, it was inevitable. Yeah, <laughs> they were looking for a
0: quick payday.
1: Exactly. And they didn't realize they were
0: messing with Tony Bloom. Yeah. Um, but yeah hopefully yeah, I, I, I agree with you hopefully we keep him because like you said he's so key for us achieving Europe European football next season do that but, but the, cl- the the fans will forgive you and you'll leave not as a legend but as a respected player after this absolute howler you've just produced
1: and just to rep- and just to wrap this bit up about Kaiseido we beat Liverpool today without him so yeah true True, true, true. All I'm saying is we've got De Zerbe, we've got Tony Bloom. It seems like whatever whatever they take us from us. It's, it's actually Trossard. It was the I
0: think it was a couple of days before the Liverpool game where we beat him 3 0. The whole Trossard yeah. thing came out. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and then we did it to get beat
1: them. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. It keeps it seems like these two instant yeah, who's next, he's, yeah, he's next. <laughs> he's gonna say they wanna leave it with Toma? Is it gonna be Matoma? Um I hope not because be that be, be, really would be that would really yeah. break my heart, I think. That would really break my heart. Like I said, it would break my heart, but that would really break it.
0: It was great to see. I saw there were some Japanese fans. Um, He was running to some Japanese fans where Sarmiento and CISO were when he celebrated, and I just thought, that's brilliant. Like how far we've gone. We've got Japanese fans, we've got foreign fans that are so invested in our club now, which is brilliant. Shows the level that we're at. Um, But I don't think there's much else to say. Um, Kaiseido, please stay until the summer. Get us European football. Yeah. And we'll be happy for you to go.
1: You've, nice.
0: you've nearly earned your move, but just earn it that bit more.
1: That would be really good for us. <laughs> yeah, you. just stay, mate. Stay, come on. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up and go? No, mate. I think, I think I've got a lot off my chest. I feel like that was a nice little therapy session, which yeah, I think as, all Brighton fans um, uh, have needed in, in recent times. Obviously, the results have been class. Like, I can't complain about how we're playing. I think De has got us playing incredible football. We're getting the results, which is obviously key. And yeah, it's all... You know to be a Brighton fan right now it is really good but these little things about transfers and stuff are just making it quite like it, it it's making me fall out I rapidly fall out of love with football really um <laughs> it's,
0: it's leaving a little bit of a sour taste in yeah the sweet football that we're watching exactly yeah exactly there. well well put mm. cheers man um and then also sorry quick one the funnest moment of the match um at the beginning zerby was holding the ball when it went out for a throw and he was about to give it to a brighton player to take the throw And Harvey Elliott ran past him and like knocked the ball out of his hands. And everyone's like, Whoa, and all the Liverpool bench were pissing themselves with laughter. Five minutes later, Liverpool on the counter attack. The ball goes out of play. Deservey catches the ball. Cody Gakpo runs like, over to him to get the ball, and Deservey just throws it away.
1: <laughs> class. Everyone was laughing. It. Even Klopp was like laughing and like thinking, yeah, that's, "That's class." So. That's think that, that we need we need that kind of manager. And yeah. I, I love about Deservey. He's got something about him, and he yeah, he, mm. I, I love him. I love he
0: mirrors him. the fans' emotions because he's such an emotional person. It's just mm. nice to see someone that I think yeah, it's just nice to see someone that is emotional on the touchline and shares the same passion as the fans. Like, you know, Potter was obviously very well-reserved, so it was Chris Hutton. great managers mm. out of what they have done. But, yeah, it's just nice to see some passion every now and then on the bench, uh, on the touchdown. So, to you're an absolute hero. Bloom, you're an absolute hero. Kaiseido, you are not. So, we are going to be back this week with a preview for Bournemouth, I believe, speaking of the Nick and the Zaniolo lot. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's team, that would be quite funny. If he, if he's at the Amex, probably won't be. Um <laughs> So yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like we said, only 52% of you aren't yeah. actually. So whatever. The and, it, and if you've
1: come this far, fair play, uh, fair play. <laughs> 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 and also comment down below that <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kaisedos agents can, can go away. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, the yeah, PG, uh, that's the PG version. Uh, I think
0: Kaisado's agents, um,
1: Hmm. I think it's gotta be something about the uh the goings on uh um, yeah, Kaisedo. Kaiseido is um, Hmm. hmm, hmm. <laughs> this is really tough. Just yeah, nice. just put just okay. This week we're gonna let you be creative. Just put your best Agent Kaisado agent slander. Yeah, slander you can, yeah. Yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah, I love, love that. Alright, cool.
0: And yeah, if you're listening to Spotify and Apple, leave a review, I think you could do a QA. You can, drop, you can actually oh, need yeah. questions on Spotify now, which is quite yeah. sick. So we've actually have some comments on our, uh, Spotify, which is very nice. But um, we'll see you at Wembley as well when we win. Oh, Maz, that's your phone. Um, we'll see you at Wembley uh, at the semi-finals or final when we
1: eventually get in the FA Cup <laughs> and when we lift the trophy, of course, as well. Mm. Um, oh, just wait, sorry, just quickly. Quite sorry, we completely missed this. Um, quickly, Ben, do you think we can win the FA Cup realistically? Oh, yeah, of course. That was the little segment we are going to do. Yeah. Um,
0: only City and United and Tottenham are left that are above us in the league. I think if we get to the semi finals, that'd be brilliant. I don't think yeah. we can win it. Yeah. Um, it'd be brilliant if one of those three teams get each other because then one of them goes out, that'd be really good. Um, so yeah, there's every, I've, I've, there's I've every chance Spurs.
1: I'll 100% they're, they're, they're not good. Yeah, we could we can beat Spurs, we can beat Spurs, yeah. yeah I would, I'd, unless Harry,
0: Kane. Play, if Wrexham if win their replay, that'd be brilliant. If we have them at ours. That'd be great. Ryan Reynolds at the Amex. That'd be jokes. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, semi-finals. It's realistic. It's actually looking realistic now. Yeah, um, Yeah. what about you? Yeah, agreed. Semis for me. Cool. Semi. If we get to the semi, I'll have a semi. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>